Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train Jared Freed coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a viewer. If you're watching on YouTube, we're back in studio. That's right, Feather Nation Studios. We're here. We are. We, I got your emails in front of me. I want to thank you. If you're not a YouTuber, get subscribed. Go check out the channel. There's stand up there. There's videos. We got clips. Um, but also want to do a quick thank you. The Boston shows. I, like you can see it in my eyes. I I, I have I have uh, I drank a thousand vodka sodas eyes right now and I, I apologize YouTubers that you have to look at me but I um, thank you to everyone that came in Boston it was like a, a dream um, weekend for me so people and as far as upcoming shows I'm going to be in Miami and then I'm going to be in Virginia Beach we just added Oklahoma City um, jaredfree.com for tickies uh, let's get to our guests I'm super excited first time on the show I am a fan of theirs uh, Rosie, thank you Hi, for coming on. I'm a fan of yours. As oh, you know. the, the mutual admiration <laughs> society, right? Yeah, we both found each other on podcasts, I believe. Right. Yeah. It's it's so bizarre the way the world kind of works out. I listen to the Tony Kornheiser show, which is a podcast, and, and and it's like a sports podcast, but it's like yeah, it's a very like every day they talk about everything on there. Totally. And I love that show, and I've been a guest on that show, and he plays musicians mm-hmm. at the end of it to, because when he went to podcast he didn't have the rights to like right. old music that he liked so totally listeners would send in um friends and family yes and they'd be like this person is like in the comedy world like yeah. coming up yeah. working at it they 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 want we all want to be followed and i say to people all the time who listen to the show follow my guests Please go, especially Rosie. So <laughs> talented. Her debut, or her deluxe album. Yes. It's a de- what is a, de- for a deluxe, deluxe album? Basically, it just means like a few more songs. Because we've okay. been releasing this album slowly. The music industry is, you know, they like to have like a new shiny thing every few months. So I've been right. slowly releasing this album. And it's finally in its entirety coming out on Friday. Or See, I love Now it's out already. It, there's, so, <laughs> so you're trying to get people to like... In, basically, what the music industry is trying to do and the comedy industry is trying to do is to get you to touch their things as yes. much as possible. So <laughs> yeah. you, right? So like interact with it. They exactly. Want, so they want you to do the the, the single, and exactly. then they want you to do okay. Like if gonna, I had just released this, like I don't even remember. There's a lot of songs on this record. If mm. I just put it all out at once. It would have just been like one week of press and then it'd <laughs> right. be like, that's depressing. Right. So this is like we do like one EP and then the next EP and then now we're doing You're, you're micro dosing exactly. yourself to people. Yes. So exactly. it's called Berry and it's yes. on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. Yes. We want you to go subscribe to Rozzy on those platforms as well as Instagram at This Is Rozzy. I'll be sharing the Spotify, the the Instagram on my socials. Of course. So good to have you here. This Thank is you like for having me. So, so you're a musician. You're playing shows in New York. Yes. We were just talking. I just did a hometown show. Like yeah. I, I, I had family and friends there. Totally. What do you do in that scenario? Because you're like I'm doing jokes and like I make I I try to avoid <laughs> eye contact. Well, I think we have a probably a somewhat similar situation where my songs are incredibly personal. Like they're right. very literal. And you're singing to like the a cousin who know me. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, like it's it can be pretty. And but I feel like with jokes, it might even be more extreme. It's hard because yeah, especially like you know, 
First of all, if they go sexual, totally. that's a little weird. Yeah, no, um, totally. Well, same with my songs. I mean, sometimes like my dad came to my show and I was like, oh, don't listen to this one. <laughs> this isn't the one. Skip. Put your hands over your ears. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's hard to like. I so I basically. I just did the Wilbur, which is big theater. Congratulations. And thank you. Very and exciting. A thousand people. So I got there early and I was like, hey, yeah. turn. And you know, you can, when you do like a theater, you yeah. can tell them how to do the lights to like totally. a crazy amount. Totally. So I got there early and I go, can you make me as bright as possible mm -hmm. and the, the showroom as dark as possible? So it could be anyone. Or could no we, one. It, I'm, I'm speaking into the ether. Totally. I'm going to perform this. Yes. It's a theater. I don't have to talk to the audience. Yes. Great. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look at it and they go, you'll probably see the first row. And I'm like, mm -hmm. who would I know in the first row? <laughs> Second show I come out, I'm looking directly in the front row. I know the person. I have to yep. like now like yep. avoid eye contact oh, with them. Well, cause especially because, I mean, I, I'm actually quite similar on stage as I am in real life. Mm. But it still is like, the way I describe a song is a hyper, like you know on your iPhone you can zoom in on the photo. Like right. hyper, hyper, pixelated, zoomed in tiny moment in time and so it's me times like a million and sometimes that's comedy too yeah that is every it is a heightened version of yourself yes. i someone said to me your energy when you come on stage is crazy i'm like yeah i'm coming out there to sing dance and dust exactly. like i'm coming yeah. out there to perform like you're ready to go yeah, yeah i'm gonna tell these jokes i gotta like put my mm -hmm. it's gonna be like it's the first time telling you and i'm so excited to tell you this story comedy is the most brave thing on earth I have oh to say. stop i'm it. serious because i i think about it like you know I've played every size venue you can imagine from from really big to really small but the consistent things I always get to just like sing my song and it doesn't if no one likes it it doesn't really matter I can just kind of disappear into the music it's, it's so I always, you guys feel so naked to it's, me. it's the, amazing to me it's the one thing I'm jealous of musicians about yeah I mean I'm jealous like you get to be a rock star like comics <laughs> comics are losers and no that's be, not true and nobody always I think musicians want to be comics comics yes. want to be musicians yes. and 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 the way it goes is I am so jealous of being able to just play play a song and then like you yeah. could be the background totally. for people. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like I they mean, can close like, eyes and go wherever they want to go. I'm not I saying need... I haven't played some demoralizing gigs because <laughs> I absolutely have. What's the but... worst one you've ever done? Oh my God. Um, I played a laundromat once. That was really? pretty weird. Yeah, fortunately, We're... that one was okay because I was like I've played really a laundromat new. too. Yeah, in San Francisco yeah. actually, I think. I did one here in New York, but I'm, it's funny that like it was I'm like, like clink clink like choo <laughs> like it just is like, oh, like. Yeah, mine was <laughs> mine was better than that yeah they, they, it was closed laundromat mm -hmm. but to hear people going like is there any uh, detergent like yeah I wouldn't want totally. that totally um, and then I recently I this one like I was very grateful to do it I played this sh the show in Hawaii and it was just an exchange for, like a trip with my best friend right. and it was really fun but they casually were like do you want to just sing a few songs the night before just in this other place and I can't say I I just say yes probably too often. In the same way, yeah. And I found myself like being the like weird, you know, like if you go to a Hawaiian resort, there's like the. I've never the, been to a Hawaiian resort, okay. so no, but I, I, there's I, like a, there's like a often like a, just like a local musician yeah. singing somewhere over the rainbow, like on repeat and no one cares. <laughs> right. I just found in myself. In the lobby. Yes, in the lobby. Exactly. And so I was, that, that, that one, um, kind of wanted to like disappear into the ground <laughs> a little bit. You do have those. <laughs> I get it. I get it completely. What, now what's, 
when you uh, who's in the music industry, you're in this, you're yeah. doing it. Everyone go follow at this is Rozzy, at this is Rozzy, at this is Rozzy, and Barry. It's the deluxe album. It's out right now. Follow on Spotify. This is all so important to everyone that comes on the show, but especially we want to make you. sure you get the new album that's going to come out in the future, and you just have Rozzy waiting for you on your playlist. So exactly, thank you. What is the What's the what's the most the, the biggest artist that you've been around? Like, is there um, is there someone that you're like? Because I got I have those comedy. Yeah, moments. totally. What do you have in the music? Is there uh, anyone that you're yes. like fucking crazy that I that I've had like t gotten to work with? Well, just recently, Niall Rogers is on my latest album, which okay. is amazing. He's like a legendary guitar player. But he did um, like I mean, ah, freak out. Come on, like he and, well, he, and like. Uh, up on that to get lucky for the more modern, you know, oh he's, my... he's legendary. So he and I just did a song together. Hold on. So we were talking before you were like, and I was trying to, I was going to explain my relationship with music. Mm -hmm. I was showing, I was uh, on a date with, yeah. a, with a woman and I, I was like, I was like, oh, this person's coming on the podcast, yeah. showing them their, your profile. Does she like me? She goes, Niall Rogers. <laughs> yeah. She, like, <laughs> she, like that legitimized you. There you go. You know, like, but, that, but we get that all the time where they right. go, like someone goes, are they funny? And then they go. Tonight this person show. thinks so. Okay, yeah. my favorite thing, I mean, honest, so I was, my first record deal, I was signed to Adam Levine from Maroon 5. So oh. that that kind of legitimized me in a sense. Um, I don't work with him anymore, but I, I was signed with him. So that, and then I went through him, you know, I got to do some stuff with like Kendrick Lamar, all sorts of crazy Unreal. stuff there. I just don't really count a lot of that because I don't know if it's similar in comedy, but it was a little, um, like I was just, it was before I was ready for it. And I kind of, it, it's... It was a it was a step along the process to really like finding myself as an artist. Right, and right, right. So the newer stuff it just carries a little bit more weight for me. Like, um, my I love Ariana Grande and she's been really supportive of me really? and stuff. And that's that's been just validating. You know how it is? Like, there's totally. you, you play so many laundromats, and I then know. <laughs> well, and then one of your heroes is is on your side. I'll tell this story right now. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, let me go to. Plug yes, City, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. There's a Coffee with J Train episode about, uh, like I had kind of a star-studded week this past yeah, week. Yeah, And when it, you- Drop some names, please. Jerry Seinfeld <gasps> went up after me at Gotham Comedy Club. Wow. And legitimately, I he complimented a joke of mine. And I had my recorder in my back pocket yeah. recording my set. Oh my so god! So it picks up this compliment. If you go to Coffee with Jason, you can hear it. We're gonna attach it. I'm no taping it way! After. Yeah, I'll like play it for you afterwards. Please, like it's, his it's, voice, his like iconic voice. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You're like, oh, and then, but like, listen, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. Like, mm -hmm. um, I've I've met, met him in passing in the past. Yeah. but this was like. He was like specifically mentioned. What's that? As a Jewish. Oh person. my God! Me I too. Mean, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right. Like you're like oh my yeah, it's Jews yeah. too. Like yeah, this is like uh, you know camaraderie. Totally, and I'm like, but you have someone that you go, I respect this person, yeah, and they and then they go, I like that. You're like, oh, it pumps you up. Um, did you see? Okay, I feel like I'm. It's kind of like a lame reference, but what's that um, movie that came out last year with and with Andrew Garfield, and it's about. Uh, Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent. I, 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 it's kind of I, I can't I, decide if I'm being if it's worse for me to say that's cheesy or if it's better for me to say that's cheesy. Either way, I loved it. I'm just I, I, heard, say. I heard he was like unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. And I, the reason I think my boyfriend was like, I don't want to even want to see that, and I was like, I loved it so much. I can't decide <laughs> if it's lame or not. But, um, but there's this moment at the end, spoiler for that oh, movie, God. where his like his musical he writes like doesn't get all this work, nothing happens. And he's like devastated and he comes home and there's a voicemail from Sondheim. Oh my telling God. Telling him how much he liked it. 
And I like sobbed my right, eyes right. out. I, like, I just right, lost it. Right, right. Because it means so much, you know? It's like, it's there's it's so hard that and, when one of your heroes validates you. Right, and there, you know, I guess what we're protecting against, like I, I was like, I don't want to sound like I'm like this like name dropper. Totally. Like, you know, asshole. No, but that's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. It's just like, mm -mm. oh my God, like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. But I was telling my, so with music, it's funny. So I showed this uh this woman your yes your your profile and she saw that name yeah and i know i am i refer to myself as a music pig because i have no taste <laughs> like, and, I, and i love your music thank you but i just go if i hear it and like it i like it there's totally. no like i don't have yeah. like the judgment of like i like this type or i like that but like that's top 40s yeah good go for it like right. I, I and so like that's how i discovered you because i'm like i'm listening to this podcast and it gets yeah. to the end and sometimes i'm just like you know, the earphones or the, the AirPods are going. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening. I'm like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And, I, and then you go search them out. You know, that's yeah. how. And it's like, but it's funny because people are like, what do you, you know, the answer, do you like music? Yeah. There's no one out there that doesn't like music. If like they are, it, it's very concerning for that's me. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's a, but when you, but when someone asks if I like music, totally. I don't, I do, I do a thing where I'm like, I'm embarrassed to say because I don't have any knowledge. Yeah, you're afraid <laughs> to like what the, what the follow-up questions are. But to me, that's the way, like the whole point is just to make anybody feel anything. Right, right. So Absolutely. who cares if you, you know, like that's right. so, it's like, that's like saying like, do you like food? Like, yeah. Right, I, I I know it's it's, uh, but it's like, a, do you like dogs? Like sure. I, and when I say, like, yeah, I like dogs, they go, people. If I don't answer excited enough, yeah, they're like, oh, you fucking hate dogs. Yeah. By like, the way, I'm with you. I like dogs. <laughs> I like them. Fine. Okay. Not like a person. I'm not going around <laughs> the street with them. So we're super happy to have you. At Thank this you is Rosie. Go follow her. We're sponsor people. BetterHelp. Ooh, I love BetterHelp. If life came uh, with a user manual, things would be easy for everyone, but it doesn't. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent can make you feel uncertain. Therapists are trained to help you learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing you'll get to a user manual for you. Here's what I love about BetterHelp. It is a great, I think, as a, as a lazy idiot myself... <laughs> and being, I will be like, I got to go to the doctor. Then you Google doctor and you go, totally. what the fuck am I doing? Right, right, right. right? BetterHelp is a great opportunity totally. to like put your toe into the water of therapy. How It'll many get people you do I know are like, I wish I was in therapy, but I don't even know where to go to get right. a therapist. Where to even start. This yeah, is a great start. And we're yeah. going to help you with some free money, which is great. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and chat therapy sessions. You can choose to not see anyone on camera. Again, uh, in that in the vein of toe in the water you can be like let's see what this is like you know yeah. you know without having to look someone in the eye doing this Text like first. me on stage with someone i know yes, right exactly um as the world's largest therapy service BetterHelp has matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100 percent online plus it's affordable just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist if things aren't clicking you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime it couldn't be simpler no waiting rooms no traffic no endless searches for the right therapist learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash jtrain. That's betterhelp.com slash jtrain. So go get involved with BetterHelp if that's something you're looking for. Um, let's uh, get it going. You ready? Yes. Okay, Can't wait. Rosie. Dating in graduate school. Mm. JTrain team. I'm a 20s female in medical school back on the apps after some time focusing on school. Things were fun at first, but now I'm having a hard time. For background, I grew up well off, went to an elite 
undergraduate institution, and now I'm at another elite institution for med school. An important fact is that my current institution is in a smaller city. I'm attracted to men who are smart, ambitious, and frankly want a future partner whose earning potential will match or exceed mine such that I can continue to live a comfortable lifestyle. How much money people are making right now isn't even that important to me, but I would love it if they're on track for some kind of high-powered career as well. Clearly, to be in uh, medical, school, medical school, I love learning, and academics are really important to me. Honestly, when I go on the apps mo now, most of the people don't seem up to my standard career slash looks-wise. Then when I do chat with these guys, too often they assume I'm in NP, PA nursing school, despite my MD program being on my dating profile. This is a huge turnoff because I want someone who supports my career rather than someone who makes assumptions based on my gender. No male friends ever get mistaken for something other than MD students. I have hinge filtered for education, undergrad and postgrad as a deal breaker, but, and I feel terrible for saying this, it still doesn't help that much, that much as frankly still doesn't help that much as frankly I'm probably not going to be a match for someone who went to a local community college Commu <laughs> she writes community <laughs> college is awesome path for people <laughs> I want someone who has more similar academic experience to me this is a wonderful email Let me yeah because she's <laughs> what she's backtracking on like yeah I get it okay yeah. and and it's like we're both like smiling laughing because like you know, it's like the things you have to say. Like, we're all doing, like, internet speak. We're totally. all, like, making sure we're, like... Any job, as long as they work hard or right. something. She's really cutting to the chase. Yeah, she's and after. I, and I like yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Do you have any suggestions for this luxury-loving girl struggling to find a partner in a small city that doesn't have a huge young professional scene? How do you deal with the hinge swipe burnout when it feels like I can just X hundreds of people in a row? Any tips for better filter for the qualities I'm looking for? I know this is specific, but also a problem that many women in competitive professional careers face mm. now Rosie what do you think of this email I think it's really interesting I mean my first question would be is she planning on staying in this smaller town because right you know couldn't she like expand the like location whatever on hinge and right. then kind of because because that might that might just be like a literal geography right. challenge that she's I, facing I agree with that I think yeah and then the problem is and us for a woman that's easier than a man Sure. If she set her location to New York City, and was right, like, right, I'm right. here. Right. A guy is gonna go. Oh, uh, right. A guy might see it as an opportunity. Yes. One, and he might be like, Oh, cool. You're in town for the weekend. We can right, hang right, out. right. It'll be easy. No, right. No stress. Right. But a guy's gonna be open to it. If yeah. I set my location to L.A. Right. And I match with a woman, she'd be like, and I was like, Yeah, I'd visit L.A. every she'd now and then. She'd be like, like, I hate you. Yeah. yeah fuck totally that guy. So, so, but I think huh. for her, it could work. Here's what I love about her email. Yeah. She wants to date some. She. It is. Let me let me acknowledge what she is saying. Mm -hmm. It's tough to fly commercial after you've flown private. That is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she has lived a private plane Life. lifestyle. She's not looking to. Right. And she don't want to fly Delta. One question. Mm. She sounds like she's on the path to be making a lot of money. Totally. But I can understand where she goes. I don't want to be. She doesn't want to. She doesn't. I don't want to do that. Be pretty woman for a guy. Okay. You know, like I don't yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, 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 yeah. I kind of. No, you're. Yeah. Right. I'm like trying to pick apart what she's saying, and you're accepting what she's saying, and that's. I need to get there. Right. Well. He, yeah. I, I don't think you. I think what you're saying is totally correct. Yeah. And, and like she's gonna be fine, and I think she knows that. Yeah. I think it's just interesting. Like I once went to a wedding, and someone. This is why there's income inequality because. Mm -hmm. People marry people from their socioeconomic totally. background. That's just the reality the of... The people they know. It's the people they yeah. know, which is going to be part of my advice for her. Yeah. Because 
she's swimming in waters that I was gonna say aren't you in school with a bunch of if, if she seems right. very smart and very ambitious I'm assuming the people left and right of her are also very smart and ambitious at elite institutions yes. also the people she went to undergrad with elite institution like there are private schools you she needs to dive into her friends I and agree family with that completely. those are the people who are gonna go hey you got to meet my friend yes, very good you practical know, tip right mm -hmm. Muffy from the country club would mm -hmm. love to meet you you know like <laughs> Right, you'll get your Richie. You Muffy. know, you'll get Richie Rich. Yeah. Oh, you must meet. I was at the gala last weekend, and oh, Richard is adorable. You'll get him. Exactly. That's who you gotta hang out yeah. with. Like, get out of the apps. Yeah. That's that's the peasants that's, are on the it's apps. True, it's the peasants on the apps. Right. Well, this was the whole premise of the league. Was mm -hmm. like the league was Raya. Like, Raya, yeah, um, Locks Club kind of did that with like I don't know that one. That's the Jewish, right? Oh, you know, oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yes, yes. Locks Club tried to say, "Well, it's a they, yeah, you know, bagels and locks." But right, well, they what to, do we mean? They right, they go, yeah. they go. Well, we're gonna like you know, we're only gonna accept the good candidates. It's like right. okay, everyone yeah. who went to summer camp <laughs> and that uh, you know that's a doctor. Like exactly. how what, what makes good what Jew makes, bad exactly. Jew? Exactly. So exactly. I, I and I've listen, I, I've I've shilled for them before i've sure. done uh, ads for them yeah but that's what i said in my ad i was yeah. as honest as yeah. i could be i was like if, like you if you're an camp, elite you... jew get right. on this elite jewish app <laughs> right so which is crazy so but here's here's what i i it it, it is um so yeah she has to go to her like yeah natural market which is totally i mean even actually i'm thinking about it so my boyfriend and i were not poised to meet he's a lot younger than me we were we live in different cities how did you meet we met, so this is a perfect example. We, it's not a perfect example because it just happened. It okay. wasn't like some big, but but a little, it's like a half setup. Uh, I was going on a vacation with my entire family for my grandma's 95th birthday. Come on. And he was on a vacation with his family for his grandpa's 92nd or something birthday. This is a movie. <laughs> I know. And his aunt is my mom's friend. So right you there say is what aunt? said. Aunt. Sometimes I know. I, you know. To be honest, I switched. You it said up. you're from San Francisco. Do they say aunt in San Francisco? Aunt. Aunt. We say aunt in Boston. That's huh. why the, the only reason I. Here's the, what I'm going to say. I don't know. I'm also a little <laughs> bit of a contrarian, so okay. they probably say aunt, and I'm and like, like, screw <laughs> you guys. It's aunt. <laughs> That's my personality. Okay. Um, <laughs> so his aunt. His aunt is my mom. She was actually. I always used to say, Mom, Becky's like your coolest friend. I love her. I, they mm. were just like she was just like in the clique with my mom's friends. So wait, your mom knew his aunt. Yes, and and so he, so on that vacation they they tried like, to set us up, and I was like, you know, when your mom says anything, you're just like, no, right, right, right. And, to be fair to her, she's almost always right, but she you're was cautiously, like, yeah, I'm just pessimistic. Like, Absolutely not. He's like I said, he's six and a half years younger than me. I was okay. like, there's no chance. Um, but we met on this vacation and just uh, had a really fun vacation Hit romance, it and it's been three years. So it's like unbelievable. But my point is. It is what you're saying. It's like, it, it wasn't on purpose, but if right. I had wanted really actively to meet somebody that was not somebody I already knew, but was in the world, like we are, we didn't, we are not from the same world, but in right. a lot of ways we are. Like it, his, well, his, his, his aunt is really close with his family and yeah. she's close with my mom and there's a reason why that was easy. It's, it's you know? the transitive property of people. Exactly. If mom likes aunt, then mm -hmm. nephew, you'll probably have a lot exactly. in common with. Yes. Values wise. Yes. Also like, 
honestly, to speak, and this is what this podcast is about, uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. Had comfortably, economically. Totally. You're at the same vacation venue. Totally. You're, yeah. you know, like, like, we don't, these are the things you don't want to think about or say out but loud, they but make that it, is you're the right. truth. You're right. They make a difference. So, so this person, I would, I would reach out to all the old friends. Yeah. I'd, I, I'd reach out to Muffy. Set up. And all your. <laughs> Muffy and, has got and, it for you. Yeah, right, Muffy. <laughs> what are all some other rich names? Preston. <laughs> um, so go, you know, uh, go to the art club. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> but the apps aren't, uh, ain't going to be it. No. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Rozzy. At this is Rosie on Instagram, but we want you to go and check out the deluxe album. It's called Barry. You can subscribe to Rosie on Spotify. Like is Spotify the big one or is Spotify? It? Yeah, Apple Music, Apple Music, whatever. Time, I'm, yeah. I, you know, you can subscribe to me on Spotify. Exactly. While you're crazy. at it. While you're at it. Subscribe to Jared. <laughs> There's albums there. <laughs> We're sponsored. Get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs. No compromises. So. I have to say, Nutrafol, um, I don't have experience with it. My mom loves it. Huh. My mom is, is, I'm like her pusher. She yeah. calls me. She's like, need more, need more. <laughs> she's reordering. She's seeing a difference. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol multi-targets the root causes of thinning, including stress hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through a whole body health. In a clinical study, men, so they do it for men now, men showed progressive improvements in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering the promo code FEATHER to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, promo code FEATHER. What a good offer. Uh, let's keep it going here. Yes. Red flag or struggling with insecurities? Mm. Jared, my boyfriend, and I have been together for three years and are about to move in. We talk often about the future, and he keeps asking how I feel about engagement. I don't have many doubts about this man, but my one concern is around his friends and how he acts when we're in a group setting with these men. They're his college crew, and they're all taking their time with settling down, all around 30 years old. So are typically on dating sites. My problem is my boyfriend doesn't seem to have a filter when I'm around, and these guys want to have guy talk mm. i get it we all still look uh we all still like to look but my boyfriend will often say things like she's cute or what about this girl she's single and seems all too excited to be part of these conversations i guess i wish i he'd not really engage in this talk while i'm in the same room whenever i bring it up he says he's sorry but doesn't understand why this bothers me so much he loves me and he doesn't see the wrong in pointing out someone's beauty for uh, for his friends is this normal um, male behavior and my guy just doesn't have a filter is this my insecurities or is this a red flag or a deal breaker what do you think hmm. um, I'm going to say that I'm leaning more sure that's an insecurity than a red flag okay. personally I, I, oh, I guess what I would my general rule with almost all relationships that I've been in that my friends have been in if you feel fundamentally secure and safe the little stuff doesn't right. phase you right. if you're not feeling fundamentally secure and safe everything's a fucking red flag. Right, right, and right. And that's just how I feel sometimes. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying that 
if she's uncomfortable with it, that might be a reason enough for him to stop because we all make concessions for our people. <coughs> right. But the, to me, I mean, as somebody like the idea that that my boyfriend, she would rather him talk about girls being cute when she's not around. To me, to me, the control freak is right. crazy. I'm like, please, I want to hear it. Like, I want to, I want to know. I don't want to be the last to know who you think is cute. You know, right? It, it, it is. Um, you know, it's with most things. This lands in like the gray area. Yeah. Like, I, if I'm her, I can understand. Yeah. That if he's like on his friend's phone, being like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I'd fuck her." Well, that's oh, different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Ooh, look at them titties. You know, like, I guess what that. I have to say is it's like, it's kind of the emotion behind it. Like, right. if my boyfriend were to say it in a way that felt really real, that right. would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. But if he's like, that girl's hot, I'm like, yeah, she is. You right. know? It's the, the difference between being laughed at and laughed with. You, yeah. It's two different exactly. feelings. And yes. you go, so, and, and again, like, if he was like, oh, she's cute, that, uh, I would definitely go for that. That's a different thing than, totally. Ooh, baby. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom yeah, with this exactly. profile. It's like, like, like the emotion behind it, 100%. So, but I would also say to her that he's including you in this conversation because, and, and also, she said that she doesn't like it, and that should be, that's the problem. Yeah. Is that he's still doing it. Yes, I agree. Despite her request. I agree. Here's what I'll say. So that's a problem. That's mm -hmm. something you need to talk with him. About. Yeah. But here's uh, so to give some feedback to her from like his point of view. I've done this where yeah. I've been in a relationship and I've like thought like I care about this person so much that like and I think so highly of them. Same. That I'm like, of that, course I'm going to tell them who I think is hot. That's why I, I almost take it like it almost feels cozy to me. Like, right. Right. Honestly. Right. Right. Like I'm like, yeah, like great ass. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like there's something about it that's like. It's just honest. It's also I, it, it also talking with your partner about who you think is a little hot. It is totally hot. Right? Like yeah, it's 100%. a little sexy to be like 100%. Oh, she's hot and then your partner goes, "Oh, I totally agree." Totally. Like, it's kind of like this fun yes. weird um imaginary world you're going to together. And and I and I have also experienced when it crosses a line and I might feel insecure. Like of course, right. everybody knows what that feels like. Um and I agree with you. I think he might just need to really understand why. Right. And, 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 it hurts you. and it's, and listen again, laughed at, laughed with, like, yeah. I do understand if she's in the room and he's like being yeah. too much. Yeah. But, and also here's the other thing that happens. And I've been single friend with mm -hmm. married friend. Mm -hmm. The single friends might be the ones saying the uncomfortable things. And he's just agreeing, agreeing, which is the nice thing to do. Right. So, <laughs> so, and so it, it almost like, it almost like it gets on him a little bit yep. because it sounds like, you know, if you hear the other guy being like, oh, she's so hot. And then he's like, no, she had yeah, definitely cute. Yeah. You're like, well, he didn't say the hot one. Yes. He said the cute one. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. So yeah. I think this is a hard thing, There's but I think she's definitely got to gotta talk to him about just not listening there completely. Yeah. But I think she also has to see the, the, See the fun in mm -hmm. this conversation with a partner because yeah. it, it can help the relationship. Because if she can, and again, it's only if she really can feel confident about it. But if right. she can, then it's like you said, it's like th that's probably really just like a sexy confidence to have that. Totally. You know? And he might be looking for that. That's True. why he keeps doing it mm. despite your request. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Rosie. At this is Rozzy. Go follow. Go, go, go. He called me his ex's name. Ooh. Jared, uh, avid J Train oversharing live scream fan. Thank you. My boyfriend and I have been together for six months. Things have been great. I've known about his 
12 year high school, high school through post college relationship since we started. 12 years. Damn. And they've been together six months. Yeah. It ended pretty badly for him. And he had a few relationships between her and I. The other night we are, uh, we're on the phone and he called me by her name and I was like, huh? And then he corrected himself and apologized, blame it on being super stoned. I feel pretty awkward about this, to be honest. I, but I also know they grew up together and so on. But I also can't imagine accidentally calling him my long-term ex at 22's name. Hmm. Um, 22, so they were together at like 10? At 20, I got confused by that last sentence. Right. But also he was high. So how do I bring this up <laughs> without sounding jealous? Uh, I know they're still in touch on occasion, which is not a deal breaker to me. I'm friendly with some exes as well. However, I don't want to be called yeah. her name like ever again. Sincerely, non-jealous, jealous bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I get that. That I would not, <clears throat> I would not enjoy that. I think... I think she could definitely talk to him about it. My my gut, again, maybe I'm just an optimist, but my mm. gut tells me six months to 12 years and he's stoned. If anything, that's just a sign of comfort. Like, right. like I, you know, that's I'm a like, good way to look like at he's, it. he was with this person for 12 years. Yeah. That's family. Suddenly right. this new person starts to feel like that. I don't think that's like necessarily a sign that he's wishing you were her, thinking you were her. Here, but I still think it's worth the conversation. It's got to have a conversation. I agree. I like that angle of like, that's a comfort. Yeah. Like uh, I'm talking to you like I would talk to family. The one thing I t that, that is tough is it ended pretty badly for him. Right. I agree with you. When I hear that, I'm like, okay. And it's written from the emailer's perspective yeah. going, she knows yeah. he's revealed to her. Like, Well, that's why it probably upset her. She might not right. even have – she might have laughed at it if it – you know, like right. she, it's – it's we tend to have intuitions about the person that – we he should might, be jealous of. And, and, right. And it's like, and also there's six months in and yeah. you are wondering, is this, at six months, you're kind of going, yeah. And I'm sure you had this, how old were you when you met your? I was 28. So you're 28 and he's 22. Yep. Okay. So you're probably, <laughs> so, so listen, you meet on vacation yeah. and you go, this is fun. This is flirty. Totally. Through the parents. So it feels safe. Yeah. I know the family, like that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But six months in, you're probably thinking, can this 22-year-old do a real relationship? Yeah. I mean, I, th I, our timeline's all kind of funny because of COVID. It ended up probably going a little faster than that. Mm -hmm. but, but definitely didn't give him the credit he probably deserved early on because of our age difference. Right. And, but, and also just any woman, I think, in general, and or probably man too, you're, you're, before you're going to let this person into your life and into your like soul, right. you're protective. And that's what she's doing. She's basically saying he was in this 12-year thing. Is he? She says really? he's dated other people, but yeah. like, you can date other people and not be ready. I would love to know how long it's been right. since they broke up. And it's like, and uh, that's important. And also, did he just get in relationships because he was used to being in a relationship? Totally. So, and people who are in 12-year relationships that go to the next, they usually go to the next one and feel comfortable in that yeah, space. That's so true. I think what she needs to talk to him at six months, if she's looking for something serious, she has to say, how do you see a future? Yeah. How, you know, Honestly, she, this conversation is probably needed no matter what. And this right. name thing might just be a catalyst. It's Absolutely. six months. It's you six know? months. We got to see what this is. And you have to like a little bit pry like and you have to know if he's ready for a real relationship yeah. and not just, you know, hitching his wagon yep. for a break. Mm -hmm. and on like, There's an element of like getaway car, getaway car, like almost like he's he needs to like he sometimes a relationship is a rest stop. Totally. So he's like pulling on the red stop. No. I'll hang here. I'll be comfy with this person who I like. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying he doesn't like you. I'm just saying, but he's like, 
I don't see a future, but I need to be in a relationship. Have you ever called somebody the wrong name? No. Yeah, that, that's I've forgotten the name, but I like on a date. I once called my, this is really weird. I once called my best friend, who I'm very codependent with, my name. That really? was the that's, <laughs> that's one for therapy. And like, I was so bizarre. I have, my, my, I have a song called Best Friend Song. Like, we're very codependent. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, we're just very close. But I once was like, hey, Rosie. And I was like, I mean, Taddy. It was really <laughs> fucking weird. Like, I gotta, I gotta go take a walk. <laughs> um, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Rozzy at this is Rozzy I, I love the sponsor um, Factor make Factor your personal chef this holiday season they shop prep cook and deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef created dietitian approved meals during the holidays minus the hassle these fresh never frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious with calorie smart and keto options Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals Factor now offers over 34 meals per week and over three dozen add-on options each Factor meal uh, arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Cheaper than dining out, so you can put that money towards holiday fun. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggies, sides, and more to keep you going uh, to the new year. So what I love about this is if you're cooking for one, living alone like I do, hard to shop for healthy ingredients and to get creative. Factor does both for you. So you're going to have healthy ingredients because you don't have to buy you know, a head of lettuce, so to speak. So they're going to like put together the food for you and you keep the portions right. That's why I love Factor. And it's creative. You're going to get new stuff. It's never going to get old. So head to go.factor75.com slash JTrain60. Use code JTrain60 to get 60% off your first box. That's crazy. That's code JTrain60 at go.factor75.com slash JTrain60 for 60% off your first box. Here with Rozzy. At this is Rosie. Go follow. How honest is too honest? Mm. Okay. Before this email, we're going to give a trigger warning. Uh, this has to do with suicide. So if you want to skip over this, go for it. Just going to give a warning to the audience. Um, Shelby, can we put like a timestamp? Let's do that. Uh, J Train, thank you for all your advice over there. Saw you in Madison this spring and you were so funny and still laugh thinking about it. Thank you. I have a dating question. I've been single over the past few years with some on and off dating, but not, nothing too serious. The main reason for this is I was busy taking care of my mentally ill mom after she attempted suicide multiple times. Hey. Now she is in a facility by court order and I finally have my life back. I'm ready to start dating to settle down. My question is when the conversation inevitably turns to why I've been single for a while, what do I say? I don't want to scare them away by divulging all my trauma too soon, but I don't also want to give a shallow or canned answer. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Sincerely, single and finally ready to mingle. Wow. Tough email. Oh, my first of all, my heart just really goes out to her. Right. I mean, that's that's so intense. Um, I can't imagine. It's very intense. Um, dating's hard enough. Like, right, right. That's insane. Right. Um, I mean, first of all, I think the right person is going to be really understanding of both degrees of this, whether an overshare or an undershare. Right. If you, I think. If the question is coming up date one, date two, and you're not interested in understandably divulging all that information, mm. I don't think it's a canned answer to say, I've been dealing with some family trauma. Right. I think 
you can make a joke about it even like you know that's how I do with like maybe something that feels heavy like not, not about of course not about the suicide sure. but about the, being vague like I'm gonna be vague because it's just not I'm time just not, yet not ready for that yet yeah totally agree let me let me start let's take a step back she wrote something very important that I think she should yeah this might make her feel better yeah why have you been single for a while that's not really a if she's dating men mm-hmm. not a male concern that's true I think women ask that question more than men or wonder. Yeah, totally. Right? If they totally. don't ask it out loud, yeah, they go, well, totally. what are, they want to know what's with the gap. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for something serious? Men get it. They're like, I don't want to get married either. Right. <laughs> right. They're, they're like, yeah, yeah I'm chill. Like, yeah. Totally awesome. Yeah. So I, I think that might help her feel True. a little bit better because you're not going to, not a lot of men go on a date and go, so I see a little gap in your resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, Missy? You know, like, it's, it, you know, you might get a question like, when was your last relationship? Mm-hmm. When was, who was the last person you dated? I asked that question. Yeah. And you can just say, you know, if you don't, if you're not ready, um, oh, I was just a few years ago, just been dating around since. That's like, that gets yeah. you out of the subject. That's true. I would also say to this person, um, you're gonna. This isn't gonna scare people away. The, the, the people that matter. That's what I'm saying. What you like, said. Yeah, yeah. We don't know you, and I hear this story, and all I think is, like, how strong you must be, right? How capable and, you must be. That doesn't, and it's not. And it, by the way, it doesn't even seem like anything close to a burden or a, an unnecessary weight on my on anybody else's shoulders right. around you. It just impresses me that you're so capable. And and that's the thing, like like if someone first of all, I talk a lot about like the reveal. Yeah. Instead of having a conversation about like what are we conversation saying, how I feel. Totally. This is a re- revealing this to someone is you saying I trust you with this information. True. So it is a step in your relationship. It's true. But, you know, that's and there's nothing wrong with that. And the people you're going to reveal that to, they're going to go, well, I'm so sorry. And then they're going to probably, you know, show if you're themselves. close, well, show, <laughs> yeah. they're going to show who they are. And yeah. they're also going to have questions that are going to like, let you see how much they care and how, if they're the right person. But I to do understand to. if that feels, and I don't know where she's at. Maybe she says she's ready to mingle and she's past this point, but I do understand how that puts her in a little bit of a risky position where she's mm. kind of opening herself up to just, Absolutely. if they say something stupid back, like we can't control these idiots out there, right, you know, right, like, right. like I do under, I do respect if she wants to kind of protect her own, like emotional field until I, I would just say feel comfortable saying it or not saying it. I don't think it really, I think like you said, either I've been dating around whatever right. is, uh, works too. But if you want to share it, that, that's, that's great. I, I think it's okay to like hold back on yeah. this until you trust someone. With yeah. It. So this won't be, you don't, it doesn't have to be a first date combo. It doesn't have to be a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Also, it could be somewhere in the middle of those two things where you go, Hey, I just want to let you know, like, uh, you know, I've had a yeah. great time with you. Uh, you know, I just want to, there's something that's been on my mind to let mm-hmm. you know about. Mm-hmm. And that could be okay, but it's like everyone has things. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, everyone's holding luggage. I've, absolutely. Everyone's yeah. got stuff in their hands and they're going to have to open up the luggage and show it to you at some point. Mm-hmm. Do it when you're comfortable, but also be okay with the canned answers. Yeah, like, I think totally. That's like okay. Totally. Hey, until you're comfortable. Jtrainpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com this is so fun by the way i'm so happy you're enjoying i'm loving it you're killing it i just like love to give advice 
even when I have no idea what I'm talking about. So this was made for me. That is the whole point <laughs> of this show is just two people just talking out of their ass. Whatever we want to say. Right, and it's not our problem. <laughs> right? Good luck to you. It has nothing Seriously. to do with us. Yeah. <laughs> no plus one for you. Papa JT, love everything you do. Just saw you kill it in Albany. Thank you. So grateful to have stumbled upon you through GGE. Girls got to eat. Thank you. And we have been uh, sipping the Kool-Aid ever since. So now I'll get to the juice. Uh, I was invited to an October wedding by one of my former coworkers. However, my fiance was not. Hmm. Although kind of odd, I did not take offense. She invited a handful of the work crew last minute. and None of us got plus ones, despite being engaged to our prospective partners. When I told my guy this week about my non-existent plus one, he verbalized that he felt that I should have declined the invitation because that's not what you do when you are engaged and that if I still go, then I'm disrespecting our relationship. Hmm. I can understand being bummed that he can't join me, but feel that I am choosing this wedding over him seems like a bit of a stretch. Love my man, don't want to invalidate his reality while also still kind of still want to go. Appreciate any insight you and your guests might have. Thank you, kind sir. Rosie, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think to me, like, love is freedom. Like, you should set people free. You should want right. people you love to enjoy themselves. I completely agree with her. He's allowed to be kind of hurt feelings. <coughs> I, do, I also think it's kind of strange to have a fiance not get a plus one. Agree with all of that. But if she wants to go, I think he should want her to have fun. This is a little bit controlling yeah. to me. I'm like... Like, I was trying to think about this. First of all, it's weird that you're not invited with a plus one. Totally weird. Uh, second of all, if I got an invite late from a you know former work person, yeah. no plus one, I'd be like, I go, eh. Yeah. I, I'll probably, I, I'd feel I okay saying I love saying no to a wedding. Love saying no to a wedding. Adore saying no to a wedding. This person wants to go. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. This person was like, yeah. oh, fun party. It's yeah. probably, I, and I can understand doing yeah. I haven't been to a wedding. Oh, she's engaged, so she's going, I want to see what people are doing. Totally. I want to, like, she check to it out. show off the ring show everywhere. Show off the ring. Yeah, yeah, go out. I want to get a little drunk. And I was thinking, I was like, if I'm the boyfriend or the fiance, I'm going, thank God, get the fuck out of here. Same. I'm going to sit here in I my underwear. I love being alone at right. home. Right. Like, and I'm I also genuinely, like, this is no bullshit, I genuinely love when my boyfriend's having fun. Like, I don't need to be there. Right. How much, how great is it when they go off and then they get a little tipsy, come back, she's like, oh my God, you know, she's a little bit drunk. And by the way, what maybe what all men controlling men need to realize is most men are losers. And so you want your girlfriend to go out and <laughs> go, remember that. Yeah, go see what these idiots look like And then come home and be like, thank wedding. God for you. Right, like, that's, go, that's the confidence you all should have. Go watch some <laughs> middle management asshole do the electric Literally. slide and then you get to come back to this middle management asshole <laughs> exactly. and see how lucky you are. Yeah, I, it's, it, to me it feels controlling and it's like the idea to like, and what I don't like that he did is he made it about disrespecting he, the relationship. Right, it made it this moral mm -mm. conundrum and it's like, it's not that deep. No. I want to go have some drinks with my coworkers who I don't really see anymore. The former coworkers. Yeah. Um, I would play this for him. Like I would yeah, just yeah. be like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. like there's like, come on, bro. There's yeah. two people hearing. First of all, he's going to hear your words. Yeah. And then he's going to hear two people go. This is kind of ridiculous. I will say one piece of advice just to get, like, like everyone is entitled to their emotions. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong for him to feel 
whatever he might feel, insecure, anxious, left out, jealous, like that's human. Right. And she can come at that with empathy and understanding and not shame him for it. But he can't, he's not allowed to take those emotions and then use them to control her. This that's isn't the, the line. Well, you're, here, here, you're completely right. Here's the thing that I guess we were, I'm happy you brought that up because you go, something else is off. Yeah. There's something off in this relationship. Yeah. This is a, she's like, I love my man. We're fiance. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Why did this affect him so much? Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, on the other side of this, we're getting the emailer's perspective. We're getting. Of course. So we don't know what the other side of this. But, like, I've been in those situations where they're like, what? I just want to go to a party. And, and you're, you're like, like the context. Uh, yeah, yeah, you go, but you don't invite me to anything. Right, and, of course. And, and so yeah. we don't know that story. Totally. So on the same way that he's like, you're disrespecting our relationship, Yeah. this person needs to look in the mirror and go, am I doing the thing where I do the thing where I go, it's just a party. Right. Am I making him feel safe enough to know that he can trust me? Because like I right. said in the beginning, when, when people, in my opinion, feel fundamentally safe, this little Seth doesn't phase them but mm -hmm. if but if there's something foundational here that he doesn't feel secure for whatever reason right it's enough to make him think that this could actually be like you trying to get away from him right that there might be something deeper there that's the tough part j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with rosie go follow at this is rosie berry <laughs> that's the deluxe album you're getting all the songs yes. can we play it um yeah can we play Shelby, at the end of the episode, some songs from... Awesome. Can you do that? Do you need anything from... I can send them to you. Awesome. Love yeah. it. We'll play yeah, it at yeah. the end. Amazing. So at the end of this episode, we're going to play some Rozzy. Listen. Love it. Enjoy. Then subscribe. Um, boyfriend met a friend through dating apps. Hmm. J-Train. Feather, feather. I've been a fan since 2016. Had the chance to see your stand-up this year, and you crushed it. Let's get into it. My boyfriend and I have been dating for just over a year. We are both in our late 20s. Before he met me, he went on a date with a girl from Bumble. Shortly after, he met me, also through Bumble, and told the girl they should just be friends, and they have seen each other platonically every couple of months. In the past, he said they mostly talk about career stuff. I trust him completely, and he has a lot of really great female friends from work or in a social circle who I get along with. This girl is the only one he's met through a dating app. She invited him to a party, and he brought me, and she didn't really engage me in conversation and was directing a lot of attention towards him. She brought up events she wanted to go to with him, asked if she was invited to his housewarming party, uh, he interacted with her just like his friends and would be touchy with me, hand-holding, etc. Throughout the night, throughout the night, the situation made me uncomfortable, but I didn't address it directly at the time. It really bothers me that this person is someone he's continuing to occasionally see who, doesn't, who he doesn't uh, have any mutual connections with and was at one time attracted enough to get off his couch and go on a date. Before meeting my boyfriend, I was on the apps for five years and went on plenty of first dates, and I'm not friends with any of them. The, d the deepest, darkest, most insecure part of myself can't help but wonder if he's keeping her around as a backup option in case he and I don't work out. What's the best way for me to open up this conversation, and do you have any tips on approach? The housewarming party is coming up, and he mentioned that her name was on the invite list, but I don't know if she's going. Thank you for all the advice over the years. I appreciate all you do, and I'm always rooting for you. What do you mm. think? Interesting. I mean, the most, the sentence that stood out to me was that this girl wasn't engaging with her. Totally agree. It This is a, this is a fabulous email because yeah. it, it is... 
there's so much here. And to go back to the last email, I hate the person that goes, we're just friends. Right. I, totally. I hate that Yeah, totally. Person. Totally. Oh, we're just friends. What? She I comes mean, over. Yeah. And we go for dinner and we we, we, we kiss sometimes. <laughs> we're friends. We, you, don't like, you, you don't think men and women could be in uh, a totally. friendship? And the you playing go, dumb is infuriating. I hate. I, yeah. And I'm like, listen, I'm a bullshitter. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> you can't get one over my head. Right. I you, I don't miss much. Totally. Especially socially. Totally. I have this thing where I'm like, and people like that bother me. Yeah. So like, and I don't think, it doesn't sound like he's doing No, it, I was going to say, everything she said seems like he was like touchy with her and normal with this girl and, and really seems like he's not crossing any lines, but that this, this girl might she is. be, she might have, and I know that feeling. I have definitely... I've definitely seen that look in a in another woman's eyes where I know. I just know. And it might be a female instinct. Right. I'm sure men have it too, like in some kind of right. third eye or something where I just know. You, you have a crush on my boyfriend. That's okay. A lot of people do. I get it. But, but I do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. like so, same. Yeah. Right. So, no, but I, I totally agree with you because she's she brings up this hypothetical of like mm -hmm. he's keeping her on the back burner. No, I think that other woman yeah. is keeping him because she's like, I'll wait them out. Yeah. I'll keep them in close. And because she's doing a little bit of the friend zone until yeah. that. Because here's, and here's the the major part of this. They, they met on Bumble like totally. at the same time. Totally. Yeah, that, it's not that like an is... old friend. There's no reason for him to keep her around. No. And, and I will say she, this, this woman makes an excellent distinction between all his other female friends that she feels right. no concern over. Right. And, and I don't know, you know, how much of that is a voice of insecurity because they met on Bumble. And, but but well, I, just, I don't know. It's, Bumble, she seemed logical to me, so I no, trust she, her. I, I, tr I, trust, <laughs> I trust her too. And also, like, well, first of all, meeting on a dating app is, and, and then yeah. is an acknowledgement. I think, think you're, you're attractive. Totally. Done. Yeah. Plain and simple. So she's going, okay, so you're friends, but you thought she was attractive in the mm -hmm. past. Okay. Mm -hmm. And even if you went on the date, she even says he was mm, – he got off the couch. Like right. we get matches all the time that we don't go out with. True. He's attracted to her. Mm -hmm. So like, and she's attracted to him. So like she, I, I don't know how she brings it up, but I think he needs to be less um, naive. I agree. And I think big. I was going to say, I think the trickiest part here is for her to not lose her. Um, like I'm look, I'm searching for the word, but like her, her trustworthiness, like, like, like right. he need like, she he, he, it's easy for him to say you're being insecure, you know, but I right. think she can lead with, you know, listen, I trust you completely. I know how you feel about me. I love 99% of your female friends. Right. This one, I have to be honest, makes me uncomfortable. I'm pro maybe I'm wrong. Here, let me add to this. Yeah. She has to, she has to become a lawyer. Yeah. Here are the facts. I went to the party. I tried to be cool with her. Yeah. She kind of iced me out. Yeah, totally. Honestly, you're right, actually. She doesn't even really need to mention. No, 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 no. I, that. I, I made an attempt. She wasn't really warm to it. Yeah. And, I, and, and if he can't see that, then mm -hmm. he doesn't want to see that. Totally. That's the point where now you have a different conversation. Well, if you won't see that, yep. we have an issue. Mm -hmm. But I need you to see. Like, if he's strangely protective over this friend. Then he is kind of uh, using this as a backup. Or he's getting out of this the dopamine that comes with a woman liking you. Yeah. That might be more what it is. The attention. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and then she would go, well, it's not enough for me. 
It's not, it's not enough. It's just this comes from a different part of the brain that's totally. a little bit like embarrassing totally. that we all have of like, yeah, yeah I this other person yeah. thinks I'm hot. It's yeah. different than my girlfriend thinking I'm hot. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. Do we have time? Uh, no, that was our, that's our last email. We did it. We solved everyone's well, we problems. We solved all the dating problems. <laughs> Holy shit. That was great. So listen, Rosie, we're going to play your music. Okay. We're awesome. Gonna, Thank uh, you. We're going to play the music at the end of the show. Just keep listening. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone I'm go follow Rosie at this is Rosie. This is Rosie.com for tour dates on Spotify, Apple Music. But we're going to have all that information in the uh, description of this podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday, taking your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. My body knows something my head has ain't told me yet. We follow on separate lines, they intersected. Ooh, I'm out of the rain, out of the rain when you came into the frame. Ooh, one look at you, it was so upsetting. I was like, who is this? How do you exist? Who is this? I was like, where have I seen you, you before? Are we tripping? I think we did this in a past life The way you're touching me, it can't be the first time Just met you, but it feels like you've been mine I think you knew me You knew me Reminiscing while we're kissing in the kitchen And I want to say it so Crazy things I'd never say on week one. I'm into that blow, into the blow, diving head first into you. One night with Jen, I'm fully love fucked. <laughs> I think we did this in a past life. The way you're touching me, it can't be the first time. Just mention, but it's like you've been mine I think you know me You know me In the past life Or maybe you just got a way of reading my mind Just mention but it feels like you've been mine I think you know me You know me Oh
think you did, I think you did, baby In a past life, oh. 